What's going on, everyone? This is John Jimenez with another podcast with Make Lemonade. And today we're talking about the 10,000 hour rule. So the 10,000 hour rule, what is it? Uh, what does it have to deal with? Uh, let's talk about it. So before we go into and talking about it, uh, which are three points that I want to hit for this 10,000 hour rule, I want to give credit to where credit is due. So the author, uh, the maker of the 10,000 hour rule uh, is Malcolm Gladwell. He is a journalist, author, and a public speaker. And he wrote the book, The Outliers, The Story of Success, and many more books. But this is the book that talks about the 10,000-hour rule. And so a quick little summary is uh, four things that I believe this book mainly targeted, I want to share with you, is the date you're born. Uh, This is depending on if you were born on an earlier uh, date of the year, you are at more at an advantage than those that are born later because you have more experience, more uh, uh, years of living, or I guess like days of living uh, than others that are born later, so you have more at an advantage. Uh, uh, Secondly, where you're born. This is super important because literally this is your character, this is who you are, where you come from, your culture, the way you think, what you believe, this is all coming from where you're born and it's super important uh, for success. Uh, uh, Thirdly is the 10,000 hour rule. This is really when he gets uh, talking about success and how you can practice towards that. And this is what the 10,000 hour rule is in a short summary, which I will get in more in depth later on in this podcast. And lastly, we have the opportunity to succeed. This is pretty much where he talks about using all your tools in your toolbox, uh, you know, as a metaphor to set yourself uh, up for success. And the toolbox literally talking about, you know, everything that he talked about, which is the date that you're born, where you were born and 10,000 hour rule. So I really recommend that you read this book so you can get more uh, into it, more out of it, whatever it is that you, you know, you get out of this book. Uh, but today we're, we're just giving a quick summary and we're going to go right into right now uh, the three topics that I want to talk about today. All right, everyone, so let's get down and talk about the 10,000-hour rule, okay? Now, there are three things that I want to talk about in this 10,000-hour rule that are really going to give you a new perspective of eyes. Number one is going to be know what the 10,000-hour rule is in a skill. That's super important. I'm going to get into that right now. The second one is the pros and cons on the 10,000-hour rule. This was super, super awesome for me because as I was researching there was a lot of, you know, talking, uh, both pros and cons on this 10,000 hour rule. So I decided to put that together with my opinions as well and give you an overall pro and cons. And then I give you my opinion on what I think on this uh, 10,000 hour rule. Uh, and lastly, it's going to be what the 10,000 hour rule looks like in a lifetime. Now, this is what I'm pretty excited about because I did some, you know, some statistics uh, per se on how you could do this faster uh, than just taking 10 years to do something uh, and you know trying to make it realistic as possible and not going into the ideal world uh, because I want this to be something that you look at and be like I can do this I can make this happen 
And so this is for like everyone from all ages. You can uh, look at this and I'm going to go deeper into this on that uh, last uh, topic that I'm going to talk about. So let's go into number one. Number one is know what the 10,000 hour is in a skill. Now, again, this was like a new perspective for me. This was like a new idea. Uh, I The first time that I saw this, that I, that I realized what it was, I was really, really uh, astonished because I realized that even in my own lifetime, I can learn something, become a master at it. Not just learn something and be good at it, you know. This is like I can learn. The years that I went to college, you know, those years that I spent going to school, driving, all that stuff, I can still learn something else within my own lifespan. You know, you usually think that once you go to school and that's all you learn and, and so on and so forth, whatever goes with that. But I'm telling you, this is like a new perspective of what you can do, that you want to do for your life. And this is what was so amazing about this 10,000 hour rule. So let me get you uh, the explanation of the 10,000 hour rule. Now, uh, pretty much what it comes down to is Practice makes perfect. Now, we've heard that several times, many times. Uh, me, especially, that I was in sports when I was younger. Uh, practice makes perfect. You know, when it came to music, when it came to sports, the more you practice, the better you got at it. And so, you know, and how you practice was really crucial to how you were going to perform. So one of the things that uh, Malcolm talks about, uh, the, the, the author of Outliers, is... The Beatles. He gives an illustration of the Beatles of how the Beatles uh, came to be this, you know, famous, um, you know, rockers or <laughs> or just musicians that were amazing uh, in the United States. So uh, what he talks about in this is that they were not overnight success. Okay, they were not overnight success of what we know them today. They were actually spending time in the you know different uh clubs that they would go and pl uh, play in uh and play for like eight hours eight hours straight uh every day and like for like 10 years so they had the experience of you know communicating with an audience uh, performing practicing together i mean all of this was ingrained before they came to be known as what we know them today as the Beatles, you know, the, the, their famous songs, their amazing uh, music that just is, is awesome. This didn't come from an overnight success. This actually took time to build. And again, I, I want to mention that uh, not everyone, you know, uh, goes through this process. Uh, some people are, you know, they're skilled already. They come with the, that. But what this book targets is people who don't have that skill. People who are just not born uh, with a skill that they can do automatically, right? This is something that you're built with. And this is why he uh, gives an illustration of the Beatles. Secondly, he gives another illustration of Bill Gates. Uh, how Bill Gates came to be uh, what we know him today and everything that he has done. It came through uh, one day as he was a younger kid. He was given a computer where he was able to code and work uh, on that computer for like eight hours straight for like 10 years. And the amazing thing is that that's where Microsoft was born. Uh, from him going into that, practicing, learning coding, discovering the computer and creating the Microsoft that we use in our computers nowadays. And so, you know, there are many more artists that 
you know, did this kind of things and they practice and practice and practice. And then, you know, we know them as an overnight success of where did they come from. But the thing is that they've been practicing for a very, very long time. So one of the things that I came to uh, ask when I was looking at these things, uh, I came to the realization that we have been putting 10 hours in something right now. I know, right? It's crazy. I want you to think about that. We already have been putting, now this is my own theory. This is something that I thought myself and I really thought about it. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is very interesting because even though we want to apply this to something that we want to do, something that we want to, you know, help ourselves in, uh, there's still stuff that in our lives, of course, if you're really young, this, you know, uh, may not pertain because, you know, you're probably going to practicing, but we're still practicing something. You may not have 10,000 hours, but you may have, you know, five hours, you may have a thousand hours. My point is, is that we have put, we have been putting hours into something already and we don't know it. And so I like to call this the unconscious practice that uh, we've been putting practice in. Now there's two things. There's the unconscious practice and there's the conscious practice. Okay. Uh, let me talk first about the unconscious practice. The unconscious practice is, uh, for example, like bad habits. You know, we build these bad habits without knowing and we still practice them. Yeah, and so let's, let's go over some bad habits. Like, so for example, uh, biting your nails, you know, uh, we've become so good at biting our nails that people don't notice uh, that we're biting our nails, right? And we bite and we bite it until somebody notices. Secondly, uh, you know, say for example, uh, overeating, you know, uh, we eat and we eat and we don't know that we're doing it until, you know, we, we weigh ourselves or someone tells us, you know, hey, you're looking a little different. Uh, so my point is this, this bad habits are not known. They're unconsciously built and we are building our hours into it and we are making some kind of um, development, I would say, to this unconscious practice. And so uh, take, for example, uh, you know, uh, exercising, right? If you go to the gym, okay, if you go to the gym right now, and let's say you just do a couple of like five pounder uh, dumbbells and you just do curls, you know, five curls or two curls. The thing is, you're going to have a result. OK, you're going to have results. But will it show in a couple of months? Probably not. Will it show maybe like in a year? Most likely it will show more within a year than it would, it would a couple of months. However, if you were to go in and lift heavier weight for a longer period of time, you would show results in months. Now, what am I going with this? This is something that we do, uh, whether it be something that we don't notice, like, you know, biting our nails to maybe uh, something that we do notice when we wear ourselves or we look ourselves in the mirror, uh, we, you know, we gain weight. We are still practicing something right now that we are gaining hours in. So my question to you is, what are you practicing right now? Think about it. What is it that you have been doing over and over again unconsciously that you've actually become good at and you're now, and it's something of a bad habit? I'll leave that to you to think about. But right now, let's go into the conscious practice. Now, the conscious practice is something that the 10,000 hour rule goes with. Now, this is my theory, of course, the conscious practice. Uh, and pretty much the conscious practice is 
improving self. This is something that we want to do. That's what we want to do the 10,000 hour rule. Uh, you know, uh, we want to spend 10,000 hours in something so that we can improve ourselves. We want to spend 10,000 hours in something because we want to master a subject. Uh, we we're, we want to do these things because we want to, you know, gain that knowledge, gain that understanding so that we can, you know, get a great job or start a business or, you know, make a, a great invention or something, you know, that can really benefit us uh, personally to improving ourselves. And, and and this cannot be completed. The, you know, mastering a subject and improving self cannot be completed without the will to go the distance. Super important. So in the conscious practice, you have to be willing to go the distance in order to improve the self and master a subject. And that's why this 10,000 hour rule is crucial because none of this can happen unless you're willing to go through those 10,000 hours to reach your goal. And so this is, this is you know what I want to talk about on the know what the 10,000 hour rule is in a skill. Uh, we gave some examples of the Beatles and Bill Gates. Uh, and then we talked about the unconscious, the conscious mind. And now I want to go into the pros and cons of the 10,000 hour rule. Now, this is something that I was really excited about because, again, I did go research. I did go and, and really look into it. And I was seeing a lot of people uh, going and really, you know, separating into the pros and the cons and how this actually could uh be true and not be true. So uh, let me give you, just go directly into it. First, I want to start because I like the bad news first instead of the good news. Let's go into the cons. Um, one of the cons that uh, a lot of people were talking about were uh, the hours are not compatible for everyone. So meaning that, you know, not everyone has uh, the time to complete, let's say, for example, um, 10,000 hours in 10 years. You know, not everyone does have that capability uh, due to the fact that some people work two jobs, some people work three. Uh, some people don't even, you know, have the time to spend on five hours. Some people just have an hour a day, which would take more years than what somebody would have with four and eight, eight, eight hours a day to complete 10 years or more. And so not everyone has the, the capability to have the same hours. Now, uh, the other cons was short hours, um, even though, like, for example, like we talked about doing one hour, which can give you still, you know, some hours, some uh, transformation. Um, however, uh, it's going to be a longer time for you to complete the 10,000 hours. That's that's the thing. You know, it's going to it's going to take you more time to complete this than it would take you if you do more hours now. However, the third one is even though you have long hours, it can be draining. This is something a lot of people talked about uh, that, you know, the retaining the, the, the knowledge that you receive from studying or practicing uh, can be really draining. And you may not have uh, the long hours um, to retain 100% of the information. So that is something that uh, you need to think about when it comes to uh the 10,000 hour rule. Now, just because you do long hours doesn't mean you can retain everything. Just because you do long hours doesn't mean you're not going to be drained. Uh, and it's something that you want to think about. Uh, but they're not all bad news, guys. So let me give you some pros, okay? Some pros are multiple hour choice. Now, this is what I'm going to talk about in the third uh, uh, topic that I have. 
where I discovered uh, different choices of hours that you can choose from. Uh, and, and within the year also, uh, which is number two, three options to follow in the year, which is something amazing that I, I found that you could do uh, humanly. And if you, you know, you go from the hours of one to 10 in a day of, of practicing your skill. Now, uh, also number three is change uh, learning hours. Now, just because one year you were only to, you were only able to do one hour, uh, let's say, for example, if something happens and now you have two, three hours open that you can learn, uh, you can practice. And this is something that you can do. Now you can change your hours from one to three hours into your practice to really get that success. Um, secondly, uh, long hours, more learning. Now, I know this sounds a little contradicting, but uh, most of the people were, that were talking about this were saying that uh, the longer hours you have, the more you can put into practice, into something. Uh, not Maybe not in every skill, but you could still do something like maybe like in the arts uh, or other topics depending on uh, your, yourself, your, your learning, uh, uh, depending on that. And lastly is it was rewarding. It was really rewarding to really accomplish your 10,000 10, hours. Uh, and master something like th that is like really really rewarding for a bunch of people who have accomplished 10,000 hours and now are known as experts in a field or in a skill so those are the pros and the cons now I did want to bring in my own opinion here and bring a balance uh, to this uh, 10,000 hour rule and kind of like the middle the middle ground of both pros and cons and pretty much uh, what I wanted to say is that people learn differently um, people have different, um, uh, let's say, uh, retention uh, or memory that they retain. Some people can retain more information and memorize other than than others. Uh, and so that's something to keep in mind. And the reason why I want to bring that to a balance is because when you're doing this 10,000 hour rule, I don't want you to get discouraged. I don't want you to get, uh, you know, Again, discourage and give up because this is so crucial of what you can do. And again, not the same for everyone. You know, everyone has different hours. Everyone has different things that they do in their lives. But again, you can always change it. You can always make some room. Uh, you can always, you know, wait until the room comes and learn because no matter what, you're still gaining uh, transformation, you're still gaining that skill, you're still putting practice uh, and making it perfect. So that's super important. Uh, and, and something else that I really want to to talk about, and this is my opinion, is that the 10,000 hour rule is the pinnacle of mastering something. I think it's like the opening of, you know, a broader uh, maybe subject or learning more of a detail area that you can choose from and what I mean by broader is uh, more doors can open to you because of that you know um, and also uh, you can narrow to a detailed uh, subject or you know study uh, that can really benefit you know society you know in a very important way so and lastly uh, one thing I did want to add is choose a skill that you can do forever <laughs> and this is really crucial uh, because I've seen thousands of people do something like this where uh, they choose something because it's going to give them money. They choose something because it's going to, 
you know, help their family. And I get it, you know, you want to do something that's going to, you know, put you at a place where you don't have to worry about bills, you don't have to worry about this. But then I've heard people uh, really say that they've done it, they gave people everything. And now, you know, at their late hour, their late age, they, they want to do what they want to do. And I feel like that could have been different if they would have just uh, kept on with what they would have wanted to do and it could have benefited them and uh, their loved ones. And so this is why I really say that because I don't want you to have regrets. I want you to uh, really enjoy what you do and what you're putting your time and efforts in. And so this is the pros and the cons of the 10,000 hour rule, okay? Now, I'm going to take a break right now because I want you to prepare yourself for what the 10,000 hour rule looks like in a lifetime. So we'll be right back. All right, so we are back from our break to topic number three, which is what 10,000 hours looks like in a lifetime. I mean, this is something that I was pumped to really discover. It took me some time, but I did the math and I was able to come up with three things that I said earlier on the pros and cons uh, that I discovered that is humanely, uh, humanly, not humanely, sorry, that is humanly possible. Okay. Now, let's go over some of the easy math for right now. Okay. So within one year, there are 365 days, right? I know you know that, so just say yes. Great, they are. Awesome. Now, did you know that there are 252 working days in a year? Now, if you don't know what working days are, they are the days that you work from Monday to Friday and not including the holidays or anything like that. So according to uh, you know the website or Google, wherever I found this information from, uh, uh, 252 days are the working days that we have within a year. Now, for weekends, which are Sunday and Saturday, there are 52 days. Now, in between these two and the working days and the weekends, sometimes there are 53 and sometimes there are, uh, sorry, so sometimes there are 253 working days and sometimes there are 500, I mean, 52 uh working weeks within the year. Hope I didn't confuse you there. Stay with me. So what I discovered with finding this out was that there are three things that we can do to really put in practice, right? Now, uh, the beautiful thing about this is that each and every one of them gives us a different perspective. For example, in a year, uh, 365 days, you can practice every single day, okay? Every single day, uh, and the hours that I gave this to be, uh, you know, not to be idealist, but to be more realistic, I put hours from one through 10, okay? One through 10. Now, why did I do this? Because I thought that this were the hours that could fit in with somebody that worked the five to nine jobs, somebody who uh, maybe, you know, worked at home, uh, and then somebody who probably has their own business. These are hours that uh, they can work with from one through 10. So within a year, if you work every single day, that is possible to do it every single day, to work, uh, to practice every single day. 
Also, the weekend. The weekend was something that I discovered that you could do. Uh, maybe you you don't have the week to to practice, but then the weekend you have free, and now you can practice from one to ten hours a day. Now, uh, the working days was some other uh, advantage that also was had more advantage uh, than the weekends, which is two hundred fifty two days that you could practice every week, Monday to Friday, which is pretty much almost like you know a job or something, <laughs> but um. So this is the math that I discovered. So what I did is I multiplied 100, uh, 300 for the year. I multiplied 365 by 1 all the way to 10. And so uh, the numbers that I got here were uh, 1 times 365 was literally 365. Okay, and I'm not going to say 365 anymore. I'm just going to go the 1 and 2 because I'm talking about the year. Okay, so I just want to be clear. So for 2 hours in a year, you're going to get... Uh, 730 hours for three hours in a year is a thousand ninety five hours for four hours in a year it's going to be a thousand four hundred sixty hours total in a year for five hours is a thousand eight hundred twenty five hours in a year for six hours it's two thousand one hundred ninety hours in a year and for seven hours, it's 2,555. For eight years, it, I mean, for eight hours, it's 2,920 hours. And for nine, it's 3,285 hours. And lastly, for 10 hours, it's 3,650 3, hours. Okay, so uh, that is for a year, which is multiplied by 365 days and so in those days i mean if you do 10 hours let's say for example you have uh you know enough time to do 10 hours you're literally accomplishing uh the 10,000 hour rule a big portion of it in a year by study uh, by practicing every single day and accumulating 3650 hours uh to really accomplish that with which is that's amazing i mean you're already more than a third done with uh, the 10,000 hour rule. And you did it in, uh, in a year. Okay, now let's go to the weekend. The weekend, now the weekend was a little bit more tougher, uh, but only for the fact that you're doing it two days out of a week, or like, you know, two days uh, every single uh, week. And so that led to this. So this is the weekend, okay? Uh, like I said, it's 52 uh, days out of the year uh, for the weekends. So I'm just going to say the numbers of 1 through 10, uh, but you are knowing this is 52 that we're multiplying by. So for the weekend is if you did one hour, it would be 52. If you did two hours uh, for the weekend and in a year, it would be 104. If you did three, it would be f uh, 156. If you did four hours, 208. If you do 5, 260. If you do 6, 312. 7, 364. 8, 416. 9, 468. And 10, 520. Now, this if you would work, uh, practice uh, for the whole year for the weekend would be 52 uh, weekends that you would practice, which is like a Saturday and Sunday. And this is the hours that you would accumulate. Uh, the lowest being 52 hours in a year and the max being 520 hours in a year. Okay?
So these are numbers that are really giving you a perspective of how many hours you would uh, wor uh, practice on a skill of mastery, to mastery. And so now we have the working day, okay? The working days are 252 uh, days within a year. So I'm just gonna say the one through 10 again and, and the numbers that it came when I multiplied by 252. Okay, so the working days in a year, uh, if you practice one hour from Monday to Friday, you would in a, in a year, you would have 252 hours. If you did two hours, that is 504. If you did three hours, it would be 756. If you did four, it would be 1,008. If you did five, it would be 1,260. If you did six hours, it would be 1,512. If you did seven, it would be 1,764. If you did eight, it would be 2,016. If you did nine, it would be 2,268. If you did 10, it would be 2,520 hours within a working day. Uh, if so with a, within a year, I'm sorry. So there's all the hours. Uh, and again, I mean, this are amazing hours. So again, if you did like, for example, four hours, uh, every year in the working day, Monday to Friday, you would have a thousand eight hours. If you did eight hours within, uh, a, a year, uh, for the Monday to Friday for a whole year, it would be 2016 hours. So, I mean, that's already like a bigger number than the weekend for sure. A little less than the year every single day. Plus you get your weekends, right? So these are plus uh, pros and cons uh, to this. Of course, the pros and cons for the weekend is that you only have two days that you're working every week and accumulating small amount of numbers. Uh, so what does that mean for, you know, complete completion of the 10,000 hour rule? We're going to go into that right now. Uh, again, some of the pros and kind of cons with the working days is that you do get more hours, but it's a little less hours, but you get your weekends. That's the, the, the key here. You get some days to rest. Now, the year is something that you just, you know, boom, you put it in the work every single day, practicing, getting better, uh, and any amount of hours uh, that you want to put. I mean, literally, if you do six hours every single day, you would be making, you'd be making, you'd be uh, gaining 2,000 190 hours in a year uh, I mean you can go even less uh, three hours uh, you would be gaining a thousand ninety five so those are things to look at when it comes to um, what can you do what's more ideal to you right and so I didn't leave you you know stranded because I know that we're you know you want to think well well, what if I wanted to, you know, gain the whole math? How much, what, what number do I have to do? Or how many years do I have to do in order to accomplish this $10,000 rule? And so let me just tell you right off the bat that the weekend, it's going to take you super long to do anything in the weekend. So let me just give you the 10 hours, which is the most one, uh, the 10 hours. So let's say you put in 10 hours every weekend to, uh, you know, to practice your skill to mastery, what it would take you literally 20 years to accomplish, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be negative with the weekend, but it is going to take you longer. I mean, just for example, if you do one hour a day, uh, that's going to give you literally uh, 193 years to accomplish your 10,000 uh, hour rule. Uh, but to accomplish 10,000, it's going to take you 193 years. Now, that's, <laughs> really, really 
far-fetched to even think about. You know, maybe you can do uh, 10 hours, but it would take you 20 years to complete those 10 hours. So I don't know how often you would want to give up your weekend for 10 hours for 20 years. So, and, and this is something we're trying to avoid so that we don't go and waste time on something. That's why, you know, I really said, don't waste some your time on this if you're going to choose something that you don't want to do. Choose something you want to do because that's what makes it worth it. Now, let's go into the working days, right? The working days, what is ideal, okay? Now, let me give you the one hour a day, uh, which we had 225 hours in a year if we do one hour a day, which in the working day, that's Monday to Friday. Okay, so in order to complete that, that would be 45 years. That would be 45 years to complete that. Uh, and if you want to get a little more technical, that would be 44.5, which gives you 10,012.5 uh, hours of completion. But 44 hours, I mean, come on, that's that's crazy amount. Uh, you know, let's say you wanted to do four hours uh, and you wanted to see, well, you know, something ideal, maybe, you know, something that would take me at least 10 years to do. Well, that is your four hours. You you four hours in a year is a thousand eight, which would give you ten years to complete, uh, and so that is something that is maybe doable. Uh, if you wanted to do three hours within the working days, Monday to Friday, that would be about fourteen years. If you want to be more technical, about thirteen point three uh, years. And let's see, two it would be nineteen point uh, nine years, being more technical, but if not, twenty years. Five. It would be uh, five hours. Uh, it would be eight years to accomplish your 10,000. Um, if you want to put six, it would be 6.7, more technical, but seven years it would take you. Um, if you would do seven hours, it would take you six years. If you do eight hours, it would take you five years. If you do nine, it would take you 4.5. And if you do 10, it would take you four years. So that's every single day you know, working. So what is ideal for you? Maybe eight hours within your working day, uh, five years. So, I mean, this is why I say it's for like everyone because you can literally see what best fits you. So for somebody like maybe who goes to school there in the summer, they can probably put eight to 10 hours in that summer. Uh, maybe, you know, put eight hours, five hours, you know, after they come from school on something that they want to be good at, you know, a skill, uh, you know, something that they want to master. This is something to really look at, into. Now, for the year, now this is something that I really wanted to share with you because I think this is really, really, really doable for the year um, in terms of you want to get it done faster instead of spending, you know, four years uh, for 10. I mean, spending four hours every, uh, every, every day for uh, Monday to Friday, and it's going to be about 10 years. Um, now, this, if you want to put more work, I say for the year, it, it can be draining. That is true. It can be draining. Uh, but let me give you the numbers. Okay. So if you would do one year, uh, 360, I mean, one hour, 365 days, every single day, uh, it would take you 28 years to accomplish 10,000 hours. If you do two hours, it would take you 14. If you do three hours, it would take you 10 if you do four hours, it would take you seven. If you do five, it would take you six years. If you do six hours, it would take you five years. If you do seven, it would take you four years. 
If you do eight hours, it would take you 3.5 years. If you do nine, it would take you 3.1 years. If you do 10, it would take you three years. So, and to be more technical, it would be 2.8 years. And, I mean, this is literally every single day, 10 hours. You could accomplish this in 2.8 years and really finish your 10,000 hours like that and be extremely expert in something. So, I mean, imagine being able to put those hours into uh, a practice, into, you know, some subject, something that you want to be really good at and really doing great. I mean, this is like really dedication that you really have to push yourself through uh, to do. So, now that we talked about these numbers, you know, uh, give you some data of the year, uh, the working day, the weekend, the every single day for 365 days, uh, now comes... The question that I want to ask you um, so that you can have more of a clue of where you fit in this hours. So let's take a break and we'll be right back with those questions. All right, so welcome back. Now we're moving straight into the questions, okay? This is the questions. The purpose of this question is to literally get you thinking about the 10,000 hour rule. Are you taking that step? Are you really thinking about really, you know, trying out this 10,000 rule and putting yourself to improve your life, to master a subject? And are you willing to go the distance, right? This is why these questions are crucial to you, okay? So you answer these questions on your own and tell me what you think, okay? Now, question number one, what hours seem ideal to you? So from the hours that we talked about, you know, the year, uh, the from one to 10, you know, you're gonna do every day, you're gonna do just Monday to Friday, or you're gonna do the weekend. What sounds ideal to you, what hours? You know, what hours would you put in those days? If you chose the year, you know, 365 days, uh, within a year, every single day, what hours would you choose? Would you choose one hour, would you choose five hours, or would you choose 10 hours, or in between? What would you choose, you know, or the weekend, or the workday? So that's question number one, what would you choose? How many hours within that year would you choose or do you believe you have right now? Okay, so number two, out of the three choices of the year, which ones do you choose? So this is typically hitting what would you rather do? Would you rather uh, work every single day in the year? Would you do the weekends or would you do the working days, Monday through Fridays? What seems more uh, doable for you to accomplish? This is what this question is asking. So out of the three choices of the year, which one do you choose? All right. That's for you to answer right now. All right. And then question number three. Are you ready? Right now, what is something you have mastered and how many hours have you put in those uh, working hours or practicing time from our list so how many hours have you put uh, have you put already have you put like 365 days have you done a year already uh, have you done maybe like 52 days you know almost like within a year uh, you done every weekend or you done two days every single week and you've done 52 uh, hours uh, or have you done, you know, 252 hours? 
how, how many hours have you already put in something right now that you're either mastering, you have mastered, or you're thinking about starting? So uh, how many hours? Because, I mean, from the moment that you're thinking about it, it's, it's, it's started, you know? Uh, this is what I, what I believe, right? So that is uh, three questions. Number one, what hours seem ideal to you? Number two, out of, three cho- out of the three choices of the year, which one do you choose? And number three, right now, what is something you have mastered and how many hours have you already put from our list? So those are things that you can think about right now. The next next thing that we're going into is called a reassess. Now, this is something that I really want to get into because I really want to help you complete this 10,000 hours if you're willing to go the distance. So right now, we're going to it next. everyone so we have reached the end okay this is where we say our goodbyes but not for long so what I want to go over right now is the reassess okay the reassess is super super uh, amazing it's something that I put together so that you could have a you know easier time to choose what hours are best for you you know what three uh, choices do you choose out of the year and so this is something to help you out really simple list it's literally three uh three points that you just write down on a piece of paper so if you have paper available to you if you don't you can just go back to the last uh, minutes of this podcast and you know replay it and so right now at this moment let's do it grab a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil if you have it and or a color whatever it is or a highlighter and you're gonna write reassess okay you're gonna write reassess as your title and this is only to uh, get ourselves prepared for the hours that we want to really put into this practice. Now, you can choose whichever hours you want. You're free to do it. Uh, this is just to help you out a little bit in, in the deciding uh, choices and that you have of the variety that we have discovered. So, number one, I want you to write things you would want to do it doesn't matter what it is just write it down right now just put in a paper blank sheet of paper whether they have lines or, or not and i want you to put a, a one and then a period and then i want you to write every single thing that you would like to do and you can number them if you want one two three four five or maybe just bullet them uh put bullet uh bullets next to them so that uh you can know uh the difference when you're writing this down because i mean if it's going to be it doesn't matter what uh you just put them down. I mean, put it down and you put what you want to do, okay? And so I'm just, of course, giving you some space so that you can also write it down. Um, and as you're writing it down, I'm gonna move on to the next one, okay? Uh, so don't, remember, this is just for you to do it. You can always replay this. Uh, so number two is review the paper and label in order, okay? Now, this is the way that I want you to label. Once you look at your paper and you reviewed it, you read over it, and you're like, hmm, yeah, this is pretty much everything that I had in my brain that I want to do. I want you to label in order, and this is what I want you to label. How? I want you to put a check mark next to your top priority, okay? The number one priorities on there. Don't worry about how many priorities you have. Just put a check mark next to it if you consider it really important. If you consider it mid-important or like a little bit less, 
I want you to put a star next to it. A star. Just draw a star next to it because you're going to know that those are the ones that you uh, consider important but not so much important. It's just right in the middle. Okay? Now, for the least important ones, the ones that you consider least priorities, I want you to put a square next to it. Okay? Just a square, four sides, a square put next to it. And this is how you're going to separate your priorities is how you're gonna label them so that you can know this is the ones that I really really like this is the ones that I you know have some kind of interest in and then these are the ones that I, you know I could probably like you know play around with this later on in the future so that's what I want to get you I want you to separate into three areas because you can still do a bunch of these things but maybe the ones that you want to take care of first are the ones that are actually gonna help you to be able to do the rest of the things that you have on there on your on your list that you want to do okay so number three now that we've you know reviewed our paper we labeled it uh, now we take the first one okay I want you to take out of your top priorities the first ones that you checked off okay and I want you to take those you can cut them out if you want to or you know you can highlight them whatever it is that helps you do better uh, you put in there take them all together the top priority and you put them in order from one through how many you have and then you choose the most priority to the least priority in that check of list that you put as your most priorities okay and then once you have that Okay, I want you to listen very carefully. Once you have that, I want you to choose the first one that you have chosen as your number one, the one that you would want to do the most, and start your 10,000 hours with that. And that's it. That's it. That's how simple it is. You start it, and then you don't stop. You just keep going. Remember, you want to, the conscious practice is improving the self, master of a subject. You want to have that and you are willing to go the distance this is the beautiful thing of the ten thousand dollar rule that you know it's going to help you it's going to help you achieve it it's a way to be successful and if this works for you then by all means go ahead and keep on doing it all right guys this is john with make limited podcast and we will talk to you later